You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Sports Radio 929thegame929thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg. On this 11th day of February, we say to you, good morning, Georgia. Morning. And a good morning to you folks in Morrow. In Morrow? Morrow. Home of the Mustangs. How's the Mustangs doing? Um, Pick a sport. Man, baseball, let's basketball, see. Football, baseball, basketball, basketball. Right, we've been doing pretty well. <laughs> maybe doing that too, you know. Okay. But they're in that region that we talk with, uh, you know, with Macal about. They're in that region, I think. They're in the region with Jonesboro, Forest Park. They uh, play in a, a, a pretty, pretty tough region down in Clayton County. Well, anyway, you, y'all have a wonderful day. If you're just joining Sam and I, we started off the show with uh, fire alarms here. and, and That everything was before is, the show. Yeah, it was before. It seemed like it lasted with me. I can't be afford to get blown up in here or, or have fires. Man, look at this is what I got for the first time since I was in grammar school. You got some chucks. I got me some new. I actually went out and bought me some new chucks. Yeah, man. I can't be sharp. getting no fire. And those look, are sharp. See, yeah, man. They cut a little subtle. It's subtle right there. I don't like playing stuff like that. It's subtle. Okay. Anyway, all right. I was out shopping yesterday. Nice. So, so, so I just want, I haven't had any in a while and I wanted to get me some, but that's not why you called. We got to bring Eric on. (laughs) Is he ready to go? Eric's a friend of the show. He probably got some Chuck Taylors. You know, he might. I bet you he He does. I don't know. We have to ask him and see. Eric Jackson. Good morning, sir. First of all, welcome uh, to the show. Welcome back to the show. We haven't talked to you in a while. And do you own a pair of Chuck Taylors? (laughs) <laughs> Good morning, gentlemen. I don't have a pair of Chuck Taylors. I'm wearing my my ones today at, at the moment. But um, <laughs> yeah, man, no, it's a pleasure to be back on, and uh, good to hear y'all's voice. It's great to have you. Well, we, I'm glad we're on a little bit later today, so you had time to wake up. I don't know what kind of hours you're keeping out there, um, but but uh, we appreciate you get up and, and joining us. What's been the vibe on the ground to you there in Arizona for this Thanks. game? We're just a day away. Well, the sun is shining out here in um, Arizona and Phoenix, and it's it's beautiful, man. The, the energy is great. You know, I'm seeing Eagles fans all over the place, and I know the Chiefs are not far behind. So it's uh, it's a it's a great clash of you know these two fan bases, man. So I I look forward to uh, a, you know a good battle tomorrow. All right, Eric, I'm going to make you work at this for a second because I was thinking about the proper question to ask you, having to do with. Um, where you are and the event that's taking place. But what really popped into my head was think back to when LeBron landed, whether it was in Cleveland, was in Miami, back to Cleveland, L.A. My question is, as you sit there in Phoenix right now, what can, once the Super Bowl leaves, once the, you know, the, the Phoenix Open leaves, everything kind of gets back to normal and they're just playing basketball there and to, we don't know how far the Suns are going to go into the playoffs, possibly to the championship, right? But while he's there, what does a trade bringing Kevin Durant to Phoenix mean for their local economy? It's got to change to some degree. And on a scale of 1 to 10, I guess you could compare it to what Cleveland experienced when LeBron, you know, not when he, when he first started, but like when he came back and got him the championship. Is there, is there a needle that can be moved with Kevin Durant landing in Phoenix like that? Oh, absolutely. I mean, look, Matt Eshba buys the team first day, gets arguably the best player in the world, right? So I would say uh, that's quite a splash, right? And 
you can imagine the the ticket office, you know, the phone calls were, were booming, right? Season ticket sales, everything else, right? So, and of course, you know, that contributes to, you know, local economy and everything else. But I think you only move a needle with a local economy once you start bringing some titles in, right? So, or, you know, at least a deep playoff run, right? So that's still to be determined. You know, the Suns have had some success these last couple of seasons, but with KD, that definitely, you know, if they all can be healthy, I mean, that's, that's huge, man, for sure. But, um, but yeah, no, what a splash, right? I mean, to to do it too this week with everybody in town, and you mentioned the Open and Super Bowl. I mean, like people are losing their minds. You know what I mean? It's just the it, as if the energy wasn't already high, and then this this huge KD trade. I mean, it's just like man, it's everybody's all like all over the place. You know what I mean? So it, it's great, man. It's you know I haven't seen an energy like this in in a while. Yeah, folks, it's your home, folks, man. He's from here in Atlanta, but right now he's out in Arizona. Eric Jackson from Sportico, and he is social. You can follow him on, on Twitter, at E.P. Jackson, at E.P. Jackson, all lowercase. Uh, we talked for a minute about um, the, the, one of the obvious things that happened with Super Bowl is betting. A lot of money is going to be flying through the sky this weekend with this game. What are some of the estimates you're hearing about the, about the cash that's going to be thrown out on this game this time? Yeah, it's it's crazy. You know, American Gaming Association, they do a really good job of these things. And, you know, they're estimating $16 billion worth of bets, right, for the game. I mean, that's just, you know, that's like a 100% increase from last year. And it just shows, right, like, or from um, two years ago, excuse me. So it's just like, it just shows kind of where things are, where the wind's blowing, right, what they say. And this is the first year where the Super Bowl is in a state where it's legal sports betting, right, with a sports book inside a State Farm Stadium. You know, they have their own sports book there, too. So, you know, I think it's kind of a sign of the times, right? And, you know, we'll just keep seeing this moving forward. Um, you know, Arizona is just one of 33 states that, you know, are live and legal. And, you know, you have a couple of active bills, including Georgia, you know, about eight or so states with active bills. And, you know, we'll see if those turn too. But, yeah, it's um, it's it's crazy just to see all these operators and everybody else just flooding the market and you're just going to continue to see um, with these big games more and more bets being played. So it's um, it's insane, man. I, um, you know, you have so many companies just inside the space. So it's um, it's just really interesting to see, man. Eric Jackson joining Sam and Greg Sports Radio ninety two nine The Game ninety two nine The Game dot com. I really think that even speculating won't won't really determine or even be able to wrap your mind around it because the way I look at this, this is the first time that I can remember, I know there's going to be commercials set aside to run during the game to make you make a bet. Now, we know you can in years past. You know, this is, yeah, yeah, you can make a bet halftime. But now it's going to be, they're coming into your living room, and they're going to say, do this, do that. You can do this, you can do that. What will happen in the second half? There'll be monies that will be bet in ways that I believe uh, haven't in years past. And that is the unknown dollar amount. Am I correct in, in, in believing that to be the case, Eric? Yeah, no, definitely for sure. I think in general, it's you know, crypto commercials, others, you know, Meta. I mean, it's just interesting to see how Super Bowl ads have just evolved, right? Including sports betting, right? It used to be just you know, you're just used to just beer, right? And just you know, <laughs> some of the more basic uh, you know sponsorship categories, right? Now it's just, it's expanded so much, um, so. No, you're absolutely right. You know, DraftKings has a huge commercial with Kevin Hart coming out. I mean, it's just like they've just really just um, exploded in the space. And, you know, they have the money to spend, too. As I mentioned, you know, these companies, 
for sure. So it's uh, it's really it's it's really cool to see. Yeah, yeah. Eric, we follow some things that you've been following out there. Obviously, it's kind of like a state of the league type time when the commissioner sits down and um, he lets the media kind of like uh, come at him about some things. And we also heard, um, you know, the players rep saying they want to do away with the combine. Oh, uh, you guys have something coming up uh, dealing with the, with diversity as far as the, the coaches in the, in the National Football League. Um, what's next? Uh, talk a little bit about that, and, and uh, has that been a big topic of conversation there this week? Yeah, definitely. You know, there's a few things. So, you know, the CBA is done, you know, till 2030, and, you know, that's – when you have labor and media deals done, you know, you can kind of turn to other issues that are going on, right? And obviously diversity is a big one. Roger mentioned the Goodell commissioner. Um, you know, obviously the league is still lacking in those areas for sure, you know, across their properties. You know, everybody looks at just the coaches and GMs, right? But it's, you know, NFL media and others, right? So um, that's something to be addressed, no doubt, moving forward. You also have NFL International, right, which is a big push for them, right? They just did a huge um, tenure deal with the zone. And, and they're looking at all these different countries, right, France, Spain, U.K., you know, potentially you might – we might actually be seeing, uh, you know, not just visiting over there, right, but maybe potentially one day actually having a team station there, right? So, you know, that's kind of – that's important for the league, right, because you see, you know, Gen Z, they're trying to get the, the younger generation. It's, it's so important to capture that, right? Like the, the NFL's king of the hill, right, the world's richest league, but even they have to look forward, right? You know, you have concussions and people, you know – they're trying to get youth signups back up and they're doing that through flag football, which is so important in their eyes, you know, kind of attention to women, you know, maybe kind of focusing on them. Cause as we know, a lot of the um, wives and mothers in the household make, you know, control the spending. So, you know, it's very targeted and strategic, right. What the league is looking long term, you know, so international flag football, you mentioned diversity, um, another one is the stadium boom, right? It's really interesting to see that as well. You know, you have, um, you know, the Raiders have a pretty new stadium, so five, five billion dollar stadium, but now you have the Bills having theirs coming, and Tennessee Titans as well. Hey, and, hey, wait, 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 hey, we got to stop real quick, Eric. Then help me out here. What's going to happen up in Chicago? Because let's, listen, the <laughs> oh, oldest stadium see. in the they they've been trying to get out of Soldier Field for thirty years, and it looks like it's going to happen. Now, is that going to be complete up there in Arlington Heights? I, that's what that's what's happening, man. You know, the Bears have not come out and said it yet, but um, you know, there's a lot of leverage going on with the city and everything. You know, the city is doing everything they can to keep them there, but I tell you what, man. You know, they bought that racetrack out there and everything else. Hired Kevin yeah. Warren, you know, the CEO who came from the Vikings who helped build U.S. Bank. You know, their newer stadium. So, you know, all the stars are aligning to get out into the suburbs and you know. As we saw, like with the Braves, for example, right? When you can control the real estate outside of it, it's it's just a it's just a value proposition, and and I know, right? It's very controversial, and um, you know, I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but from a business standpoint, people just see the dollars, right? And when you can control multi-use development and everything else, you yeah. know, many other teams are taking this playbook, right? So it's, uh, yeah, man. you know, and I family Chicago too. They're not thrilled about it, right? No, no, I am thrilled. I am, and I'm from there, but, you know, this is home. But still, I'm, I'm so thrilled because they had such a stronghold on that city for the longest time. But getting in and out, getting teams teams in and out, I know, you know, that place up in uh, near Arlington Heights, first of all, it's near O'Hare. So you don't have to worry about coming into Midway and then going and staying in the city to get over to Soldier's Field. 
but now you're coming in north of the city. Everybody can stay out there. I think there's area to grow things around it to grow. So I I just been yeah, waiting for them I to totally... pull the plug on it and just announce it. But this is going to be a paradigm shift for for Chicagoans and say it out loud, the unions that were yeah, in the no, city it's... that aren't going to get theirs. Yeah, I'm. A, you know, it's interesting. It depends who you ask, right? I think there's still something in there's still something about a downtown you know, um, venue for the sports teams, but yeah, you know, it, it just depends. Right. I mean, I get it. It's, 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 it's business. Right. So, uh, um, so yeah, man, it's, 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 it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Spending time here. I mean, wrapping things up here with Eric Jackson, how do you spend the day tomorrow? What do you, because it's not like you go to a game to talk to players and coaches afterwards. You there to talk to the, the shot callers. Um, so yeah, spe- <laughs> man, for sure. Yeah, for sure, man. I, you know, I've spent some time with you know some leaders in the league this past week and others, and um, yeah, no, definitely for sure. You know, always looking at you know uh, what's next, right? And we just kind of talked about that. You know, right. as far as who wins the game, not so much. That's not doesn't impact me so much since I'm covering sort of the, the business side of things. But um, well, who but do you yeah, like? No, like anybody else, man. I, I want a good game, right? And, but I look at it a little differently, right? So like I'm looking at like how Jalen Hurts, the Nike Jordan brand athlete, and Patrick Mahomes is an Adidas athlete, right? And you know, I, I think that's kind of an interesting clash of um, you know, well, Eric- the Adidas folks want one guy to win and the Jalen. They want Jalen to win on the Nike side, right? Eric, so Eric uh, we're up so against. Cool we're up against it, Eric. I'm sorry to cut you off here, but before you leave, just give us a team who you like. Yeah, who you, you like? You can do that. Hey, man, I don't go against Patty Mahomes in a big game. All right, he's a Kansas City man. All right, All listen. Right. As always, we appreciate you coming on with us. It's Eric Jackson from. Thanks Sportico. for the time, man. Be safe out there. Bringing some knowledge, letting us know what's going on business wise. We got Russell Baxter coming up. He's going to join us to round out this show. It is Sam and Greg on the 11th day of February. Sports Radio 90. The game 929thegame.com. Sports Radio 929thegame929thegame.com. 9, it is Sam and Greg on this Saturday morning. Hey, listen, again, thank you very much for, um, well, supporting this show both Saturdays and Sundays, but making yes. us a part of your weekend. We will be back tomorrow mm-hmm. morning, a little earlier, 6 to uh, six to 10. And let me tell you right now, we will be talking NASCAR. We, <laughs> we've sort of danced around it a little bit today. Yeah. Actually, let's we'll take a second because we, we don't have anybody joining us. we got a second here. And just the, the thoughts of what we were going to say and probably question Adam about tomorrow. And that is just the beginning of the season with the chase – the, what do they call it? The, the, the clash, clash, week, the clash week. out in the uh, the Coliseum, mm-hmm. getting ready for Daytona. The the changes. With I was some just going to say the cha- the team changes. Team changes. The big names yeah. that change teams. Absolutely. <laughs> and his thoughts one, on one, that. One big name who's saying this will be his last year in uh, Kevin Harvick, and, uh, and one of the year, one of the greatest who's coming back, combining That's with right. another yeah, great two out to Hidalgo. He's going to be in the car a few times, not not a lot, but he's. He's there going to be mentoring. The guys are going to be a part of this team. I'm interested to get to get Adam's take on so many current and recent drivers becoming owners and yeah. how they're really going to shape NASCAR going forward. Guys who just stepped out of the car. Right. Um, and being and being, you know, and, and exerting some of that power and influence. Well, they gotta have the right people around them 
because it's not just them getting out of the car and having a name. You got to be able to marshal some sponsors. Oh, absolutely. To write bigger checks. Well, they they, they, they and, know this. Tony Stewart knows this. Denny Hamlin knows this. See, I you would know? have thought that Tony would have had a problem getting that. No, the way he was, no. his personality. But like that's a, just it, though. That draws some folk in. Uh, he's got he's got an edge. He's got an edge, and they figure his racing people racing will have that edge. So if you want way, that to be part of what you sponsor, you want to be on that car. Can 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 we say that we have completely? Forgotten about what happened with him and that unfortunate incident at at that. I don't think we ever forget that. It's always there, but he's no longer a competitor, so it doesn't affect him that way. But the sponsors still show up for his car. I mean, that that's that's the the other part of it. He's not actively in a car driving. And speaking of cars, the second year of the new car last year, the experimental one at a Gen X or whatever yeah, it was yeah, called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and so and get Adam's thoughts on it. And will they tweak it? What did they they've learn done from some that tweak. They've done some tweaking yeah. to it, um, but but um, there's still some things some people may not be that crazy about with it. But it, it, it makes it more practical for owners to be there once again. You're going to see minority participation again. Floyd Mayweather's team is going to be back with a different driver that's trying to qualify for Daytona. Um, so we're going to see all those influences uh, combined when they roll things out this week. You know, there's only one team I care about watching. Yeah. That, not so much the drivers, but just – you know, when you talk about the, the owners, there's only one. That's Pitbull. Yep. <laughs> In his entourage. They expect them to have they expect <laughs> oh, they, they expect Trackhouse to have a great season. They okay. really do. They expect we we're gonna see a lot of Well, him. that'd be a party to go to at the end of the next season. Mr. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> Mr. Worldwide would be on. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929 the Game, 929thegame.com. Let me remind you, if you can't get yourself in front of a TV, well, today you got Hawks and Spurs, or I should say tonight, pregame, 7 o'clock, 7.30 is tip. And you got some, a goat in town. And then tomorrow. That's right. We do have a goat in town. Yeah. Coach Pop. Yeah. Where do you rank him? Again, we have these conversations. Well, just conversation. You got to win one game. We always do that. Well, you got to win one game. You know what player you're going to have here? What player you're going to have there? Who are you going to have coaching that team? Wow. You got one. You got. I tell you what. You're going to have one series basketball, and you got to win it. And I tell you what. I'll put Pop. I'll put Auerbach. I'll put Riley on the other side. Okay. So I take those three out. Who are you going to pick? I will go. go I'll go with the guy that's coming to town tonight. Huh? Yeah. I, I would go with him. I mean, there are a lot of other great coaches that you can talk about in different situations. With his situations. best team. Yeah. So you take yeah. his best Spurs team against, you know, another team coached not by the, those Not guys. the flashiest, not the most flamboyant, but they go out and they get it done. And to me, the one I think about that, that's what I think about I think about this guy. Like you said, the best player who came through that, you, you hardly remember. He's an afterthought. But when you go back and look at the history books, it's, oh, yeah. That's, 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 that's why I pick him. I would, you know, there's a couple teams that I would like to have seen at their peak against that San Antonio, Tim Duncan, Manu, and uh, how would Tony that Parker. team have, how, how would that team would have done with the bad boys? That's exactly who I was going to pick. Oh, how would they have done with those, the Celtics with with, with, well, the, with the with the Bird Celtics? I, we, you don't know. You don't know. Um, it would have been very interesting to see that to see that you know. Not a champion, but the team I was thinking of, other than uh, the Pistons, were those mid '90s Pat Riley's Knicks. With Patrick and Anthony Mason and all them boys, John yeah. Starks, yeah, <laughs> Jay, that, that, that's that a matchup a, that, I'd like to see. That was a different character. And another team that we sleep on, I'd like to see them with them. And that's that mid '90s Indiana team, Mark Jackson, Reggie Miller, all of them boys. So yeah, that's that's those are a couple teams that you sleep on. But then you know, like when the, when uh, the Last Dance came out, you kind of forgot about them. You remember Reggie and then Spike Lee and all that oh, stuff. Yeah. But they had some teams that. 
were just well, it's like our team. It's just like our team here in Atlanta. You know, the, the team here during the late '80s and then '90s, there was a, that was a phenomenal team. It's just they couldn't get past three of the greatest teams of all time. <laughs> yeah, they had three you know of what the I problem. mean? That's right. They yeah, had three of the greatest teams of all time that kept the Hawks from from ascending. The Hawks were nine, ten deep every night. But they only had know? one genuine superstar. Well, that's it. But back in those days, you that, didn't have to have three or but four. But you had to have at least. We two. had some other guys that went along with them. You had but, some but really I mean, good players. On, but the teams that won had two superstars, if not three. But all right, let's put it this way: now that we look back, it's easy to say those Celtics teams, how many Hall of Famers? Those Lakers teams, how many Hall of Famers? You know, those Bulls teams, how many Hall of Famers? We got one Hall of Famer with a Hawks jersey. With a, Hawk, with a Hawks jersey. That's it. Yeah, but but you had him and you had the team. But that, I mean, that was that was the league back then. You, mm-hmm. you, most of the teams, most of the teams had a had a guy. Right. Most of them had had, had 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 a guy, and um, you know that that was the NBA of that era. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio ninety two nine the game ninety two nine the game dot com. Russell Baxter is going to join us next. This is a guy who will get into the the nuts and bolts, the the the, the minutia, the, the 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 Reese's pieces of this game tomorrow. Some things that you may not have thought about, and he's all. That's what. That's what he does. That's always the fun of having him on. That's why he's got his own walk-on music. <laughs> and he will remind us of some things. He said, oh, yeah. Um, so that's why we want to make sure and get him in. This is the time frame that he had for us. He's busy. He's, you know, he's busy. He's working. He's in demand. And this is a big week that he builds up. But we're glad he's got some time for us today. On this 11th day of February, we say happy birthday to what uh, the guy who was considered the greatest surfer of all time. There's, there's a sport, you know, here on there. Kelly Slater. Everybody, okay. everybody know about it. You don't know nothing about them, Kelly, Kelly Slater. You used to anyway. see that on Wide World of Sports. You would see surfing and you would see cliff diving. Yeah, well, he was from, a surfer. From, from, from Acapulco. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they had the time you're right. just you're, right. You're right. You know, you, you never you you don't never see that anymore, right? No, no you don't. You don't. Um, Kelly Slater, happy 61st birthday to Cheryl Crow. Whoa. Yeah, she's okay. there. Okay. And right. these are for you. All yeah. born on the same day. Leon Hayward, Otis Clay, and Alan Rubin. Alan Rubin was the sax player on Saturday Night Live for the longest time. Otis Clay is a soul singer. Mm-hmm. And Leon, um, Leon Hayward is a, uh, a funk singer. Yeah. So you put all them dudes together, and they were all sharing the same birthday. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So there you go. Uh, I got a few more I'll get out of here so we don't have to do that dump at the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to get all that stuff get it all, get it all done. out of the way. Can we take a second, too, and, and acknowledge some folks, because I know they're listening. Okay. Um, and we have talked about them ad nauseum. Off the hook. Yeah. Carl, Maurice, Jay, and them boys over in Castleberry Hill are celebrating 25 years. Mm-hmm. And we want to just give them their due. Absolutely. And Absolutely. they're the barbershop. When, when we talk about barbershop conversation, that's our barbershop. Yeah, because you go over there, you go over there, and the conversation is on. I can I can promise you it's in it's in full swing right about. Now. T- and I forgot to ask Carl this because I knew that they're going to do it, but I've been wanting to see see because no matter who you are, you walk into that place you get treated like everybody else. Oh yeah. So you know they had something to say to Shannon Sharp after he pulled that stuff at the Lakers game. <laughs> you know he did, and if they didn't get him in, now he's a part of that lawsuit with Brett Favre. Yeah, that that. So he, the minute he walks into the barbershop. shop, he's on social media shooing <laughs> some guy away at the airport. He's in really? the airport somewhere, and then some guy was, you know, some guys had his cell phone up just following me. He turned around like, "What you looking at?" And I'm yeah. like, "Yeah, well, that's the one thing I will say about Shannon. He still looked like he can shoot it up." Oh yeah, so no. you're not messing with Shannon. Yeah, yeah. At least not in 
within arm's distance. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I did. You know this Brett Favre lawsuit. Yeah, I and, saw that. I saw that. Pat McAfee and and one of the other officials, somebody with the the, the state, and I don't know if there was another. I don't know where that. I don't know whatever, where that's but, headed, but but at least put it out there. Yeah, well, you know, good luck to him. Um, as you get ready for tomorrow, Mr. Crenshaw, mm-hmm. what are you looking most forward to? Because we haven't really talked, and we will get into a really deep dive tomorrow. Again, when we're on. And by the way, I didn't finish who we do have with us. Men- mentioned Alan Alexander's going to talk to us, so that's obviously NASCAR we're going to be talking to. We have ourselves a Washington Post columnist. Yes. yes. Michael Lee. Yes. He was with somebody else last time he was on with us, but Michael Lee is going to join us tomorrow talking some NBA. And Miles Garrett, right down the street, round the corner, up the block at Fox 5, who follows. This is a guy who covers the uh, Falcons from top to bottom. He was at the East West Shrine. Well, he might be going to the draft. So we okay. won't keep up with Miles, but Miles is going to join us, talk some football with us as we get ready for Super Bowl Sunday. Again, uh, be very, very careful this weekend, folks. It's an amateur weekend. I did this a few hours ago. I'll do it before we leave, and I'll mention it again tomorrow. But just just, just be careful. There's going to be knuckleheads out there drinking and driving, and we ain't got time going to hospitals visiting our listeners. We yeah. would, but we ain't got time for it. Yeah. Not, a, not our most favorite thing to do. Have you ever heard of Cody Hall? Why would I know that? Cody Hall apparently – had a minute and a half, or would it like to say a cup of coffee with the Falcons? Okay. But mainly he's a wrestler, WWE. Okay. But he's been out of the game for a minute. Ran into him at Publix. Really? <laughs> I'm not kidding you. Just walked by, and I went, that dude looks familiar. And so I don't have any kind of problem approaching people because I don't do it in a way that makes them feel uncomfortable. Right. Like, I, I've done things as far as, did you drop that money? And then it starts the conversation. <laughs> nice. I found little ways to open up the. So I see this six foot eight dude in Publix. I'm figuring he's an athlete, and he didn't have any hair. Like he shaved his head, so I couldn't tell if he was older. But he looked like he was mid thirties or whatever. Anyway, we got to talking, and he listens to the station. And you know, like I said, he had a he 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 ripped his knee up a few times, so he never really made any noise with the Falcons. Okay. But he was he was in camp a couple times, and anyway, but he is a wrestler, but. Wanted to give him a shout-out, listens to the radio station. Yeah. And that's Cody Hall here who is in town here. Again, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929thegame929thegame.com. I asked a question earlier in the show, and I still um, haven't really been given an answer, but I don't know what the rest of this season and next season holds for somebody like a Russell Westbrook. And we had talked a little NBA. We were talking right. about that a minute ago. But can you ever think of a fall-off as – great as his in the short amount of time that he no, went but from you, the you can think, down you, to where he You can now. think of a guy that was up top and was looking for a role to play and had to like, that role was like was Iverson toward the end. Remember he went out to Denver and, you know, he kind of adjusted to, instead of being the main feature like he was. But that was a him problem. I don't think that his game well, suffered. He might have, he you know, the ball might have gone into a black hole when it got in his hands. But, yeah. I, but 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 Westbrook. but I, but I think about somebody you know, of that okay. ilk, someone right. who's been at been that high, been at that that point, uh, had accumulated Hall of Fame numbers, uh, but now they're saying, hey man, we need you to be a little something different, and right. you yeah, know, he yeah, you have, to get, you have to shift the gear, self awareness, got to yeah, adapt and adjust like those uh, like the Marines do. All right, if you like Motown, if you like a guy talking football, <laughs> you're going to combine them both up next. Russell Baxter is going to join Sam and Greg. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Sports Radio, 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg as we wrap things up. We're going to turn things over to Chris Thomas 
here in a little bit. So during the break, we were wondering whether or not we had our guests, and we do have our guests, but for a minute we didn't have them, and I was reminded of the famous story of Diana Ross ticking off Ed Sullivan. Okay. Yeah, she's, she did something where she upset Ed Sullivan, and he famously, as he introduced him, uh, them, they weren't ready to go. And he's like, there's now the Supremes, Diana Ross and the Supremes. And nothing happened. And then he went back. And Diana Ross will be fired for this. And he did. She said something. Something was said to him. And that's what made me think about it. But we got, we've got Russell. We haven't talked to Russell in a while. Russell, I think that this is one of those events that put you in a certain sort of frame of mind where you're even more excited than you are when we normally talk to you. What's it been like this week for you out there? Well, I'm not out there. So what? it's been you know, pretty calm. Calm and cool. We thought you were there. Hey, no, no, I'm not there. Well, we got okay. bad information. Real life, it costs money. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, we got a bad memo. Then. But you're but you're busy. You 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 you're really busy this week, though. And talk about what this week is like for you compared to other weeks. Well, yeah. No, I mean, listen. A lot of preview pieces. I did a piece on the top ten Super Bowls of all time and Hall of Fame. Um, listen, I've attended twenty three Super Bowls. So I'm not exactly lacking, not always the game, but, you know, been in, you know, depending on what we had credential wise at ESPN or CBS or so on, sometimes you ever go to a game now for us at ESPN, because I worked on NFL primetime. Um, if you did get to go to the game, you only went for the first half because you had to get down to the production truck because regardless if it was NBC or CBS or um, Fox, uh, doing the game, as soon as they went off the air, NFL primetime went on the air. So you had to be ready, you know, with all your graphics, your highlight packages, et cetera, et cetera. So that was like, that was really a rush, I can tell you, especially if you had, you know, some of the suspenseful games that we had, you know, Super Bowl 42 with the Giants and the Patriots, Super Bowl 43, um, you know, tiptoe San Antonio Holmes in the back of the end zone. Yeah. How, by the way, a little trivial thing. Since uh, Super Bowl uh, 42 is now 15 years old, Plexico Burris was drafted in the first round by the Steelers, correct? Right. Yes. San Antonio Holmes was drafted in the first round by the Steelers. Okay? All right. In back-to-back Super Bowls, both of them scored the winning touchdown. One for the Giants. No, it gets better. One for the Giants. One for the Steelers. And both with exactly 35 seconds left to play. Whoa. Look at this. Look at this. See, this is why he's got walk-on music. That's why we have Yeah, him. you get you don't use, you know, we don't give that, you know, the monkeys. We got <laughs> this is a guy who knows what he's doing. And here's my question to you, uh Russell Baxter, joining Sam and Greg Sports Radio 929 the game, 929thegame.com. Let's take a second and talk technology. Meaning how long when those Super Bowls, that first Super Bowl, the first couple Super Bowls that you covered, and how long did it take for you to finish your job after the game was done. Yeah. Write everything you had to write then versus the last couple that you have covered, given how you go about doing your job now. Well, now, my first Super Bowl I attended was Super Bowl 25, which was the Bills and the Giants and Whitney Houston, Whitney Houston. doing the national anthem. Um, but at that time, guys, I was not a writer. I was more of a researcher. Okay. For ESPN, I researched. I was the... NFL research coordinator for the company for 22 years. Um, now, at that time, I was also still doing some stuff with College and Pro Football News Weekly in New York. 
Um, but once I went to the Super Bowls, the, the funny thing is, once the season was over in 1990 and 91 and 92, I dove into college football a little. And do you know why? Why is that? There was no real off season. There was no free agency in 90 and 91, except unless you want to count plan B, which was more like plan F. Um, and, you know, really was not what the league was looking for or the players. And then, of course, in 1993, we got real free agency. In 1994, we got salary cap. Um, but by that time, I was at ESPN in a totally different vein. So um, now afterwards, like tonight, after the game, you know, I'll be working on final power rankings, uh, maybe where this uh, the, this Super Bowl champion ranks. You know, for the Chiefs, it would be their um, uh, second in four years. For the, for the Eagles, it would be their second in, in six years. Um, and I'll be curious to see if Patrick Mahomes can do something to, uh, tomorrow um, that's never been done by a quarterback in Super Bowl annuals. Okay, what's that? Lead the league in passing yards and win the Super Bowl the same year. That hasn't happened. Nope, fifty-six years and counting. Wow. Lead the league in That's passing. Yeah, and win the Super passing Bowl. Passing yards. I guarantee you, it and would have happened if Buffalo won one of those. Because Jim Kelly. Well, yeah, I, 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 I would think that Jim Kelly would have got that record. Well, you th- you know, listen, there have been guys who have led. And won the Super Bowl. Here's another one, by the way. This is not a never, but it hasn't happened in a while. Now that Patrick Mahomes was named NFL MVP, you guys have any idea the last time the league MVP won the Super Bowl same season? I'll give you a hint. You're in the city in which it happened. Okay. Uh, give us the answer because we're sitting here looking. Warner. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kurt Warner. There you go. Kurt Warner. Yeah. Kurt Warner. There we go, That would folks. be 1999. Wow. That would be 1999. Russell, we have to stop. We, have, we apologize because we're having problems with your connection, and we're catching every third word every once in a while, and we apologize for that because we love talking to you and want you on here. But this has gone on, and we're getting a high sign from, from people who give us high signs. So uh, if we've got you here, give us a quick little thought, last thought, if hopefully we can hear you on your what you think tomorrow's game is going to end up, how it's going to end up. I think the, the Eagles dominate in the trenches, but they settle for a lot of field goals. Still, I think they'll win Philadelphia 29, Kansas City 24. Could be a painful day for Patrick Mahomes. You're facing a team that had 70 sacks during the regular season and eight more in two playoff games. Wow, that's, that's it, thing. folks. That's folks. We've enjoyed spending some time with Russell Baxter. Yeah, once again, he is he is social. You always find him on Twitter at BaxFootballGuru, at BaxFootballGuru. Sorry, buddy. Uh, hopefully you can hear us, and, and you've been, like I said, in and out, but I want to thank Russell Baxter for joining us. And plus, I listen, I got a couple. You know how they do on, um, on, on um, pardon the interruption, they do errors throughout the, you know, at the end of their show? Okay, first of all, I got to apologize for saying calling Russell <laughs> Who did I say Russell Westbrook, Russell Wilson earlier? And I think I might have called Russell uh, Baxter, Russell something else. I don't know. Listen, the the dismount for me of this show is not my best. All right, but I'm going to make up for tomorrow. All right. Because we're going to be back Yeah, and it will be Super Bowl Sunday. And it will be one of those days that I don't care who you are, what show, if you are – 
you get to do this and you get to spend your day talking football on the biggest football day of the year, Essen, you got a nice job. Yeah. And so I, I like doing that on days like tomorrow. We don't know what's, you know, what's going to hold or who's going to say something silly. But like, again, yeah, Adam Alexander, he's your voice for FS1 when it comes to NASCAR. Mm-hmm. We got Michael Lee who's going to join us. We've got Miles Garrett. And hell, between now and tomorrow, you might find yourself a coach because yeah. that's what you do. Yeah. People reach I think out I got one thing. I got one. See, that's what I'm saying. I got one that's going to join us. And they are, and she is going to be a coach McDonald's All American. McDonald's All American game. Now, we, we have Chris Thomas coming in here. Hey, are you, are you guys uh, going to come in here and, and give us a little tease on what you're going to do on your And we know it's not the dopey millennials. No, no, no it's, it's not, not. No, it's not. But it's, it's Chris, it's, it's and he's not coming in here. He's going here. And, and just give us, just tease, because I know, we all know, A, Super Bowl, B, NBA movement from this past week, and C, somebody got under your skin. <laughs> That's all three things I know are guaranteed that you're going to have something to talk about when you come on here in just a few minutes. Correct? Well, first of all, good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, morning gentlemen. Morning, man. Um, so if this doesn't happen for the Hawks, oh yeah, season's over. Think so? Calling it right now. Wow. That's what they're saying because what uh, was it? Gary Payton Jr. Or Gary Payton the third. They're saying whatever he's going through right now is months, three months core injury, yeah. and apparently the Warriors didn't know about. Wow. The Hawks building all this momentum. We're not trading John Collins. Yeah. Bogey, he's staying right here. Yeah. But if we don't get this guy Bay in here, all that momentum right down the toilet. We got all our second round draft picks. Oh yeah, we can sell. <laughs> we can sell those. We can sell those Gosh, right in the offseason. Man, talk about second round draft picks. I was like, when I heard that, that's a man. All of them, all of them going. So uh, you listen to Chris see. Thomas. What did you think of this past week? I mean, not without giving away anything on your show. But how did how did what happened in the NBA land on you? You know, it's so interesting because it's Super Bowl week. You have a great matchup, but there was no drama. It was yeah. all NBA all the time yeah. this week. You've never seen the NBA take over a Super Bowl week in a radio row. So as an NBA fan, I think it's fascinating. But do I think that it's going to live up to the hype of the Super Bowl tomorrow? We'll have to wait and see. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of tomorrow. We'll be back. We'll be Sam back and Greg. Yeah. Uh, six until. until uh, no, it's seven. Oh, it's, oh, that's right. Seven yeah, until they, they, 11. They're, they're adjusting our hours. They, are, they really are. From seven to 11 tomorrow. We just, them folks that they just like, you know, we just going to make them just kind of roller coaster all over the place. That's okay. We, we, we yeah, it really is because I can sleep an extra hour. There we go. As opposed to this morning. <laughs> I actually got here this morning as if we were doing a show that started at seven. Yeah. I'm not kidding you. But, yeah. It ain't heavy lifting, so I ain't complaining. 7 to 11 on Super Bowl Sunday. Yes, we will. We will be here. Uh, Chris, you are up next, and I understand that you got Garrett working with you, so I'm sure my man Garrett Look at him him over there. Look at him. There he he goes. There he is. He's ready to go. He's sitting on his opinions with stuff. Watch out. (laughs) Eric Slaughter, our producer, want to thank you for everything today. Want to thank our guest, Kyle Sandy, Terrell Thomas, for joining us, Aaron Ladd, Eric Jackson. And, of course, Russell Baxter. Chris Thomas, he is in here next. And, Mr. Crenshaw, have yourself a wonderful day. We'll do my best. You do as well. I do. We will talk to you tomorrow morning. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. <laughs> 